Hi, and welcome to this year's first <laughs> Three Legs Four Wheels F1 podcast. It's Paul here with Sean, Kieran, and Lee. Well, we've had Thursday news. Um, anyone, uh, anyone managed to get a grip on what the hell's going on? Things, lots of things. <laughs> Picture moves by the hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least, at least we've had a definite statement now. So, Lewis Hamilton has announced that he's leaving Mercedes at the end of the 2024 season and going to Ferrari. Although there was a 10-minute ten, ten gap between press oh, releases, 11-minute gap, sorry, where he didn't have a team. <laughs> well, champion um, without portfolio. I'm off. Where <laughs> <laughs> I'm... Did anyone did anyone see this coming? Because I mean, the Hamilton to Ferrari rumors have been going on as long as there's been Hamilton in, in F one. I, I thought he'd retire. I thought he'd retire with Mercedes, and I like if it if Mercedes did a dud this year because I'm sure there was an interview or something with Hamilton where he, uh, someone spoke to him and he said, "Oh, if if he has a like a difficult year next year, it might be difficult this year." It might be difficult to motivate himself to carry on, and like, so obviously he's had you know this Ferrari deal has been brewing in the background when he said that, uh, but it, it feels like it's come out of the blue for people, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it only started getting talked about. It's um, ten to nine now, and it only started really getting talked about at about eleven o'clock this morning. Mm. Yeah, but the funny thing was when it was like talked about it, like this afternoon, it was kind of like. Nothing's confirmed, but this is happening. You know, like mm. it, uh, it makes me wonder whether the the whoever who was it that uh, leaked that Lando might be going to Ferrari. Oh, uh, Adam Hay Nichols, friend of the podcast. Oh yeah. So careful what you say, friend of the podcast. No, no. <laughs> I, 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 I just wonder whether something's been said to somebody about like British driver going to Ferrari. And like they put two and two together and come up with Lando, and Lando happened to be three. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it was just had Lando not had that deal announced half an hour later, mm-hmm. you'd be looking at that going, "That's a that's a tasty bit of gossip, isn't it?" But yeah. it just so happened that that tweet went out just as that happened, and he had to go, "Oh shit, delete." <laughs> yeah, well I, well, I think I think Lando and McLaren announcing his contract was directly in response to that rumor. Mm, you reckon yeah. it's like sort of pretty much done, but maybe they sort of moved it up the order yeah, just to yeah. quieten it down. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it seemed, it seemed like all the, all the sort of media stuff was done for it in advance anyway, mm. because they were, they were very quick to put the video re- video releases out. And, uh, yeah. You know, so by the end of that afternoon, Lando in considerably better weather than was uh, was happening that day as well. I happen to notice, mm. talking about how excited he was for his new deal. So this was obviously something that was done uh, done a while back. But yeah, he should have put two and two together and made forty four. Absolutely. <laughs> I must, um, must admit, before we talk more about the Hamilton thing, I was I was very happy that Lando wasn't going to Ferrari. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? I don't know about Ferrari. <clears throat> I guess he probably suits Mercedes better. His culture, he's you know, he's got a, a more of a Mercedes style culture. Um, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have suited Ferrari at all. But had that deal not been announced last week, how many 
headlines would you be reading today now of Lando going to Mercedes 2025? It would be the first name everyone comes up with. But you can't now because he's signed up. So Yeah, but Hamilton Hamilton had a contract until the end of 2025. Yeah, true. Yeah. I wonder if Lando's uh, like thinking to himself, like, oh, maybe you should have held out for a couple of weeks here. Yeah. No, I think, I think he's holding out for uh, for Red Bull and he's going to replace Max when uh, when Max retires in two years' time. I think that's the, well, the what how he Lando was contracted up to 25, wasn't he? Um, 26, the new 26. One. So if he if he signed an extension with McLaren, that's no, he's, he's, new, he's new, he's new ones up to 26. It was, well, it was in a contract year this year, and he's now signed for an extra minimum two years. Right. Okay. Because um, I, I think this might that might, that deal might take him past when Max retires, especially if it's going to be six. If it's going to be twenty six, like people su- suggest. Mm. You can usually get out of the last year of a deal, though, can't you? There's usually some kind of mm. severance agreement. Well, like Lewis seems to have got, you know, he's like got a Lewis, clause. Which yeah. I guess that clause said, if I'm not in the top two in the title this year, I don't have to hang around till 2025. And lo and behold, yeah. mm-hmm. he's not. Like every, like every, like every time Alonso changes teams, because I think the only contract he's ever seen out was at Ferrari. Uh, no, his his last no, the the last go at Renault proper. Was it, he 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 filled his whole he filled his whole contract out there because it was only for a year. He had a he had a twenty four month contract with an iPhone on T Mobile once. <laughs> <laughs> he saw that out for completion. Got a taste little upgrade as well. <laughs> we just like on, and WAP. Yeah, we'd just like to point out other mobile companies are available. <laughs> Unless you're over. No, they're not. T-Mobile's the best. As someone who's looking for an upgrade on his current shabby iPhone 13, I'd like to reach out to T-Mobile and Pringles whilst I'm here. To say... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, once you pop, you're eating crisps. It's a crisp. Anyway, going... might have nicked that line off you at several parties of the last <laughs> Going back to Lewis Hamilton, it's going to be a massive change for him because he's never raced in a Grand Prix without a Mercedes engine powering him. No, he hasn't, has he? No. Because I did notice in the in the statement that Mercedes put out that there was um, two lines of stats, one for everything with the Mercedes team and one for... Mercedes power deliberately trying not to mention McLaren in the in the slightest. <laughs> it means there's only one remaining race driver who has only raced with Mercedes power his entire career, Mister Logan Sargent. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Russell. quite the title you'd want. Oh, that's a good point. Al Russell, yeah, shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> only two drivers. <laughs> But only one of them has been on this show. Have we asked Logan Sargent, though? (laughs) No. (laughs) We probably should. Logan, if you're listening, get in touch. Um, If you're listening. (laughs) More chance of Terry Wogan listening than Logan Sargent. (laughs) You you never know who's listening to this. Yeah. 
Yeah. Sorry, um, I, I keep thinking it's my radio show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my radio show is mine, Dad. Did I fuck? Who listens to local radio? I'm not going to finish that sentence because I am getting looks across the room. <laughs> One of my colleagues has actually just found out that the Lieutenant Governor listens to breakfast because he gave him some banter um, at an event, which we didn't know the Governor did banter, so there you go. <laughs> Moving on to Isle of Man politics, for anyone that doesn't know, the Lieutenant Governor is the Queen's voice on Earth over Not it. Anymore. The King's voice Not on anymore, Earth over it. Was, was the Queen's voice on Earth when he got the job? <laughs> he does seances. <laughs> and he's usually somebody incredibly posh. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th I think the the prize for uh, second prize for upper class Twitter of the year is Lieutenant Governorship of the Isle of Man. Can we talk about Formula One, please? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so Ferrari have a reputation of um, destroying drivers a little. Yeah, yeah, especially in this recent is a years. Good point. I, I genuinely, I hadn't even thought about their driver breaking escapades. <laughs> they have become sort of the home of rest for old champions, haven't they? I mean, mm. probably Vettel went there, didn't do much. Alonso kind of, I think, got the best out of it he could, but didn't get his title. Raikkonen sort of just seemed to kind of be happy to poodle about there. It does seem to be, for some reason, all the champions want to go there and sort of prove themselves and we can fix him no you can't because it's ferrari and they're ferrari and all the people <laughs> who think they would one day be champion uh -huh. <clears throat> lewis being walked down the corridors of marinello going some of the finest drivers have driven here luca badoa nicola larini <laughs> <Nick Asalo. laughs> and the rest <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's 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 the thing with Ferrari because if they they employ the best drivers, but somehow don't seem to get the best out of them any anywhere close. Um, is it the car? Is it the strategy? Is it the culture? Um, you know, I guess when you move to Ferrari, you have to do things the Ferrari way. Now, Lewis is a very I'm trying to be subtle here, independent spirit who does things the way that he wants to do them. Yeah. And how is that going to fit with an incredibly staid, traditional, old-school Marinello? It won't. <laughs> no. It, I mean, the only thing I'd say is, is it, does this show that they don't have faith in Leclerc? Because if, they, if that's the case, then may, maybe he's just been offered whatever he wants to come. Mm. I, I wouldn't want to be Leclerc right now. Yeah. I mean, I imagine being Leclerc is probably a bit better than being Lee Stevens, so I'd take the chance. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I get it. <laughs> but can you get a t shirt of Charles Leclerc being a fairy sitting on a flower? I don't think you can. I really fairy Leclerc. Can. <laughs> it doesn't work. No, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, there's probably one on Etsy. <laughs> There'll be one well, in yeah, Canada I mean, by the time this episode ends, if I get my work on. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, you, if we want to do Formula One drives as cakes, we can definitely do Charles Leclerc. Hey! Hey! <laughs> hey. 
Um, yeah, I mean, Leclerc's been on the Ferrari programme since um, well, forever, really. Since puberty, I think. Yeah. And uh, um, as every year go- as every year goes past, he's looking less and less likely to become a champion. I'm joining in. Not to me. That. Not to me. <laughs> no, he's never looked like being a champion to you. No. <laughs> I, I I thought he had I thought he had the potential. <clears throat> I I think he has the potential. He just doesn't have the execution right now. That's not to say he won't ever have the execution, but he needs a button in a brawn, a max in a red ball. He needs one of those things where car comes together with driver and happenstance and you know the the time of the decade where it just so happens that the Ferrari is two seconds quicker than everyone else, and his teammate is I don't know, uh, you know Lewis uh, Hamilton maybe I don't know. Yeah, good point. Miss Energy actually died today, didn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, congrats on the eighth, ninth, tenth, and eleventh world titles of Lewis Hamilton's. <laughs> That's right. He'll win six more. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I just don't know if um, I just yeah I, I can I can see where you're coming from, Lee. Because I just don't know where um, where Leclerc's fitting into all this because he's he's going to be instantly number two. Yeah, that, as as of today, he he well he will he he is Ferrari's future number two driver. Yeah, yeah I mean it doesn't it doesn't matter if they um, put everything behind him this year. And even if he's got the number one on his car in 2025, it'll be the most symbolic number one since um, Damon Hill and Arrows. I think that, yes, very, very good point. Um, I think that's probably the only way he could walk in on like a real equal footing with Lewis is it is mm. if something like that happened. Um, he's, uh, what, what I will say is, is a, it doesn't fill me full of confidence with what Mercedes is going to bring out because something um, something has shown Lewis that this is worth a punt. You know, it, it's it's one of three things. Either it's um, the the truck full of money that Ferrari like kept load, unloading at his house with him going, no, 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 I'm staying at Mercedes. And no, no, we're not finished yet. And they just keep going until he goes, oh, all right then. Um, <laughs> with so that sound he... effect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then there's the George Russell thing. I know like Lewis Hamilton fans that listen to this podcast will scoff at the, the mere thought that Lewis Hamilton could be looking over his shoulder thinking, oh, you know, he beat me first year. They were he was like Lewis was quicker last year, but I still think George has headroom to grow as a driver. Um, so when you um, and I think isn't it something ridiculous that when you go over the season between Lewis and um, uh, George, there's sort of like less than a tenth between them. On average, or something it, ridiculous. It was something ridiculously small. Yeah, they, they, they were they were the closest margin of any driver pairing, like yeah, on, on the field. Um, the the I, there was a third point I had I had in my head as well for what for what it could be, but I've forgotten it. Um, 
But I, I just, I, I, wor- I worry now whether Mercedes have have they gone down the wrong road again? You know, is are we going to see as much as they've been saying about the whole reinvention of the like the car and we're, we're going to, you know, where we we know where we've gone wrong? Are we going to see like a side podless, less Ferrari uh, Mercedes again on the uh, on the grid and? Apparently, we'll, apparently we're not. I mean, we will we will get to find out in a couple of weeks when uh, when the launches start coming. But by all accounts, Mercedes doesn't look like a deflated Dalek anymore. I, I won't <laughs> lie. I think I think that car looks great. Mm. Yeah, but to I, quote a line to quote a line from Hitchhikers: "Looks like a fish, moves like a fish, steers like a cow." <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I, I love the you know it, the the black always looked great. They shouldn't have gone back to the silver. It always looked best in in the black. Um, but the actual design itself, I don't know. I di- I didn't like the non side pods as much as I like the side pods, which is mad because I think if you showed someone who'd never seen an F one car before, which of these two do you like? You'd point at the one without the side pods all day. Yeah, which is quicker design. Yeah, well, that's the thing as well. It's it it makes total sense, doesn't it? If if that's the case, but um, it's just it's going to be awkward next week, isn't it? At Silverstone or wherever they do it, where they go, ladies and gentlemen, the new Mercedes with your drivers, George Russell and Lewis Hamilton, but George Russell <laughs> and Mick you know? Schumacher and, and Esteban Gutierrez. <laughs> <laughs> This this isn't like I, I promise this isn't like an anti Hamilton thing. This is less less anti Hamilton, more pro drama. Um, <laughs> I, I could have been the storyline for the last five years in my book. <laughs> I um, I could have uh, I, I I could I could live with a season this year that sees Lewis winless, so he goes. Three years on the bounce without a win in Formula One, and then has to go to Ferrari in twenty twenty five. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Not anti Hamilton, pro drama. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, the thing is, I think what I think your third point could have been was maybe Ferrari showed him the concept for this year's car, and we all know twenty twenty five cars are just going to be pretty much an evolution of what we say on track this year because of the new regs coming in in 2026, mm-hmm. which no team is allowed to start working on until the 1st of January 25. Mm-hmm. So I just wonder if the thought of what Ferrari were promising um, appealed to him more than what Mercedes were going to offer, because obviously he'd have, he'd have seen the Mercedes car all the way through the development stage and mm. known it was going to do. And I think he's, going, he's meant to be going into the factory tomorrow and... Um, Doing a simulator run, which is something that he um, he says he rarely does, <laughs> even rarer now. <laughs> which that that tells me that um, this year's Mercedes is going to be a hell of a lot different to last year's if Lewis is actually going to drive it in the sim, mm-hmm. because he's going to have to get used to uh, he's going to have to get used to completely different behaviours around the car. So you know, have Ferrari tempted him with their magic bins? I don't, however, however much time he he spends in that Mercedes, whether it's an evolution that he's put effort into, or whether or not it's going to be better than the Ferrari this year or not, um, what that is essentially is 
a day where mentally he's on Italian right move. <laughs> there's, no, there's no two ways around. He's currently looking down Gianni Morbidelli Avenue going, I'll take the six six bedroom one over there. Oh, right. Sorry. Drive the car. Yeah, drives fine. Yeah. What's, what's Tinder in Italian? Google that. <laughs> El, um, Latindro or something? Like that? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a Tinder. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm getting worried about Lee. He keeps dropping off the call yeah. and reappearing, which is kind of a worry because we're on his streaming other account. And he's it seems to still record. This. You're yeah, right, Lee. Lee. No, sorry. It's, I just had to. Uh, I just had to plug. I've 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 swapped my laptop out for a Legion Go. So I just I just had to put on charge. Sorry, it's okay. It's fine. That's right. good. <laughs> um, I thought you, you were going to say you're recording this on a stream deck now. Well, what the hell? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hit record. That's what we meant to do. <laughs> <laughs> basically, basically, you must have taken the piss out of what Lewis is going to be doing while he's driving the sim. Oh, sorry. I, I know I heard it all. I, oh, I, I right. don't hear it. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> my, my thoughts are with sort of those Lewis fans on Twitter who bought every piece of Mercedes merch going, who, <laughs> because it's Lewis, they just automatically hate George Russell for some reason. And now they have to justify owning it all or try and sell it, you know, in a batch lot on eBay for 45 quid. The thing is, they, Good they, luck. Do, they do like a new collection every year, don't they? So. They were going to buy a new collection next year anyway. It's, it'll just happen to be a different colour now. <laughs> there'll, there'll be an email from Mercedes in the morning saying, new, the Lewis Hamilton go fuck yourself range. Yeah, you can buy the one official T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I like. I've, I've just I've got uh, Twitter open on my phone here, and there's like there's the mock-up picture of that's that's turned up on uh, of Lewis in a Ferrari uh, like outfit. I know it's always jarring, isn't it, to see Formula One drivers in different outfits? Not Alonso. We're kind of used to it. It's more like what's the next? <laughs> what's the next range? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of jarring to see Alonso in the same race suit in, on two consecutive seasons. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> but Lewis looks so odd in a Ferrari, like, over, in I think, Ferrari overall. I think possibly that's because I don't think they've photoshopped the suit onto him. I think they've photoshopped his head onto Sainz's body. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> some, some, like, what's that film with Nicolas Cage? Face, face, uh, off. Fa- face off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they faced off Lewis Hamilton. Of <laughs> <clears throat> course, the big question is, who's going to replace him at Mercedes? I have, um, I, I have, I have theories. I, I have shared a theory on Twitter that is purely the drama theory, which is Alonso. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's one of the Imagine few. Imagine Alonso and Toto having a route on Drive to Survive. It might make it worth watching again. Yes. R.I.P. Gunter. <laughs> He's going to get a spin-off. He'll be fine. 
Gunter and Benotto <laughs> doing some sort of BBC Two style big wine adventure, you know. <laughs> they are, America, I've watched that. CBS, you know? <laughs> in a Fiat 500. Where are we going today, Gunter? Well, <laughs> fucked if I know. Fucked if I Stupid piece of shit sat nav. <laughs> they got lost for nine hours. <laughs> Um, sorry, where's he? I think I don't think Alonso's necessarily the dra- is the drama thing, isn't it? But mm-hmm. well, so yeah, because I... everywhere everywhere he goes, there's drama. <laughs> it's the one I'd most like to see. <laughs> I'd maybe I'd rather see Albon, but probably Alonso. I mean, right, Alonso could turn up in Frasier, and it would become a drama. <laughs> but I, I reckon. Um, Albon to Mercedes. Um, Sainz will go to Sauber a year early before it becomes Audi. Bottas will retire. Joe will keep his seat because the title sponsor stake is a Chinese company. So what better what better for them than to have a Chinese driver in the car? Um, and then replacing Albon at Williams will be whoever does the best out of Freddie Vesti or Kimi Antonelli. Yeah. Kimi Antonelli is a great show because he is yeah, he looks he looked very good last year in was he in Frecker? Was that what he won? Yeah, and he's moved straight up to F two, hasn't he? He's bypassed F three. So I reckon if Antonelli wins the F three title F two title, um he will get the Williams seat at the expense of Freddie Vesti. Vesti does have the super license points. Yeah, but but I but I I think that's how that's going to play out. I mean, we've we've gone through we've gone through sort of driver changes and silly season stuff, and we're a couple of minutes in, and we've not even mentioned well, what what the bloody hell's going to happen to Perez. <laughs> hey, this has took the heat off for a minute, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, so a science other option, which I, I don't think can be discounted, is um uh Stroll deciding he wants to do something else with his life and science going to join Fernando at Austin Martin. Yeah. Or no not to poo-poo that, I think that's that's good. I'm interested to see if you know how so for a while last last year we we're talking about Albon going to Aston Martin because there'll be a seat there for him eventually at some point when Alonso quits or when if Stroll does get bored and takes up I don't know competitive Pac-Man. Um, Disinherited. Or or, yeah. his, or his dad sells the team to the Andrettis. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, something like that. Um, what if Albon ended up going to Aston Martin to replace Alonso, who's going to Mercedes? <sighs> Lee has wood. That sound was wood. No, no. We've passed Sorry. that stage. Cat versus microphone. <laughs> <laughs> the firm I'll be mixed, stage. I'll be mixed. I'll be mixing that one down. Yeah. The uh, the firm <laughs> stage was fleeting there. Uh, <laughs> I haven't got a, I haven't got like my swanny whistle with me. That was that's what I needed at that point. Oh, you are so local radio. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Um, 
no i think there's 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 got to be opportunities at um at aston martin at some point in the next couple of years because there's going to be at williams uh, there's going to be at least one seat at Williams because Albon is not going to be in that Williams in 2025. He will have gone somewhere, either taking the Mercedes seat or taking the gap filled by the person who's, who's gone to Mercedes, be it, I don't know, Sonoda. That's not going to be the one, is it? But someone, yeah. you know, whoever goes <laughs> off to Mercedes. Unless, unless Williams had done abroad. Of all the names I've seen linked to the Mercedes seat today, Sonoda has not been one of them until this exact mm. moment. I yeah, I, I'd like to stri- strike that from the record, please. That I do not think. So. Ah no no no. Me and Flood have a theory on this. Oh Jesus! We call it we call it the Lee method. If you predict every single possible outcome, you can always say you're right. Yep. <laughs> and I'd like to welcome back to Mercedes. No, don't say that. Do not say that. <gasps> Nico. Seconds away from Michael Schumacher there. Mercedes <laughs> 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 driver. Give... Rosberg. It's Rosberg. Did they ever give Grosjean his test drive? No, I don't <laughs> think they did. It was meant to, it was meant to happen then COVID. There you go. It could And happen. with good cause. <laughs> <laughs> I did I did notice um Grosjean and Ericsson were taking part in the same race and didn't hit each other in uh, Daytona twenty four. <laughs> Did they hit anyone else? Um, I don't know. I fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, there's good. For we've got no driver changes this year from last season. And And we're making up for it early. Yeah, and we've already hit the um, the 2025 silly season. It's not even summer. It was always going to be mad, wasn't it? Yeah, but this this has to be this Lewis to Ferrari has to be the biggest driver move in Formula One history. Oh, yeah, yeah, has to be. Agree. Yeah, you're right. Spot. I would, I would, I would say it's, I would say it's equal with Schumacher to Ferrari. No, because Schumacher wasn't Schumacher when he moved to Ferrari. He he went to he went to Ferrari and became the all encompassing best in Formula One. It just Lewis. won two. It just won two consecutive World Drivers Championships. How yeah, much? He, how much gooder do you have to be? He's not sort of in uh, the for all time records. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. At that point. Yeah. Yeah. Alonso to McLaren first time round wasn't, you know, groundbreaking like this. Mm-hmm. Also, this has caught us off hop as well. First day in February is never when the seven-time world champion who's gone through the dramas of the 2008 championship, moving to Mercedes, winning everything that came, the Rosberg thing, uh, <clears throat> Abu Dhabi 2021, wherever it was. Um, the <laughs> Felipe Massa wants his title back now, please, Mr. Hamilton. All of that he's sort of gone through. So it's, hyper, it's heightened the drama a bit, hasn't it? So yeah. this is in the Drive to Survive era, this is the episode of Corrie where the tram crashed into the shop. That This is the big <laughs> thing, isn't it? And theoretically, Ferrari will still get Lewis Hamilton just at, I would say, the end of his peak before the, before the competitive decline. You know, it's not... He's not going there too late to operate at the highest level he can. Mm. No, he's, he's still got it. Mm. Yeah, my my only worry is that 
I mean, I'm delving into the history again. <clears throat> it can go one of two ways. He's either going to be, he's either going to Schumacher it and drag Ferrari out of nowhere to um, back to the front, or it's going to be Mansell. Mansell McLaren, yeah. Well, well, Mansell in a Ferrari. Oh, all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I do think Lewis's ass will fit in next year's Ferrari. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there, there is there is every there is every chance of the, the probably the probably built it with him in mind. I built it. Yes. Don't bet on it. This is Ferrari. <laughs> right. again, this is it's not anti Hamilton. It's pro pro drama. I I I think it might be a shit show because. We, we know um, and we've seen over the years, you can almost tell when Lewis is going to have a good weekend by how he holds himself in interviews before the race even starts, you know. he And he's, um, I think he's very susceptible to team turmoil. You know, it's, we've, we've, all, we've seen the Lewis where, where his head drops and uh, look at the... the I know it's a long time ago now, but look at the 2008 season he had where he couldn't stop crashing into Felipe Massa. Um, or was it or was it Barrichello he kept collecting? 2011, he couldn't stop hitting Massa, was it? Was it? Yeah, oh, 2011. Yeah. yeah. The, year, the um, year of the don't touch me, There man. was, there was yeah. a, a sort of light skirmish, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Ferrari does not seem to be the place to be if your head can drop and it affects your you like your performance yeah i mean ferrari, ferrari do like they've always liked the drivers to be personalityless robots yeah god knows how eddie irvine managed for that long <laughs> different ferrari though wasn't it they like the i i actually i think back then Ferrari had its character, it had its gusto and its bravado, didn't it? Mm. And Eddie, yeah, it Eddie was... Irvine fitted well into that bravado side of Ferrari. It was suave, wasn't it? Yeah. And all the sort of the big personality drama stuff. Hey, Eddie, Irvi, Eddie Irvine's making up for nowadays. So <laughs> Yeah. That was <laughs> if the you Ferrari believe world. the webpage. <laughs> it turned up to your party uninvited and left with your hottest sister. <laughs> but Ferrari have never had two number one drivers, have they? Um, they claimed they did in Barrichello's last season. It was number one and driver A. That is brilliant. We got two. We got two main drivers. One and A. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say which one was which, but. How many titles has Barrichello got? Zero. Even watching the... We've just finished the Braun documentary a couple of months too late, admittedly. And the fact that there is a moment in that, towards the end of the third episode, or start of fourth episode, where the sort of the... Um, I don't know, the, the storyline goes towards could Barrichello be champion? The fact that even got considered in the storyline is laughable, frankly. <laughs> could he? Let's see. No! No, he couldn't have done. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
but no, but they, in 2008, they had Kimi was clearly their number one driver. It happened that the second driver did a lot better in the first third of the year, and they had to back that horse. Because if Ferrari end up backing two horses, like McLaren did the year before, they'd have fucked themselves. They still fucked themselves. Well, they did three. They, you know, they McLaren still win won. that one. You never know. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not over yet. <laughs> Six world titles. I had seven a minute ago. <laughs> I'm going backwards. Um, no, but the, so Ferrari are not. I'd if you said to one team on the grid, organize yourself to have two number one drivers. The last team you'd pick would be Ferrari because they struggle with one number one driver. <laughs> I'd, just, I'd just like to just jump in and make a quick personal apology. Um, I, I, I was talking to um, long-time listener and uh, all-around nice person Niska earlier, who is a massive Ferrari fan, and I did warn her the Ferrari bashing was going to start as soon as the mics got switched on. <laughs> <laughs> she should be used to it. She'll be fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like Ferrari. <clears throat> There's... Because they bring the drama. <laughs> because yeah, they bring drama. That that rush film was good. Um, who was the the person you were trash? She was nice, nice. Person. Oh, L- L- Lola Ferrari. Lola Ferrari. Yeah, I love Ferrari. <laughs> Ferrari's great. You know, that Lola Ferrari. My my puberty was sweet. What can I say? <laughs> Moving swiftly on before the lawsuits land. Um, Andretti. Oh, man. Uh, if, we, if we're talking about drama and shit shows, um, there are many, many, many theories about why Andretti didn't get their spot on the grid for 2026. Because he hasn't been 2025. Re- as money gram. No. Yeah, I mean... but he's no money, Graham. <laughs> but they've got, um, what was it? They've got Hewlett Packard, who recently were valued, if you put all of their assets and their companies together, at $2 trillion. That's like an Austin Powers amount of money, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They've got, um, they already have Colton Herter signed up as their main driver. They've won just about everything they've been in. They might have won Extreme E as well, but we ne- nobody watches that, so we, we can't actually tell. No. But, you know, <laughs> mul- multiple champions across ev- every single racing series that they've done. Um, but Formula One, don't think that's That's trying to break d- America. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, expanded from uh, one race to three and possibly four in the not-too-distant future, which we'll get to shortly, and I've got fucking opinions on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, Formula One that's desperate to get in, get into America um, has an American team that isn't performing, and they don't reckon that possibly the biggest name in American motorsports, it's either that or Earnhardt. That are the, I mean, that they are the big two families in American motorsport, Andretti and yeah. Earnhardt. Mm. And Andretti want to come into Formula One with their name, their history, their reputation, their bloody team owner's dad's Formula One World Championship. Mm-hmm. Hey, and a- you, you know, don't do down the one-time podium stander, Michael Andretti. 
<laughs> yeah, a team. Well, a team owner that's actually been in Formula One, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Um, yeah, apparently they're not gonna, not going to be good enough, and they're not going to perform well. Well, I'm sorry, Haas. Are yeah. they performing well? Yeah. You know, if, if you if you're not having Andretti, we lose. Um, we lose Haas. We lose stake alfa romeo kick salba whether they're called nowadays you lose alfa tauri visa kaching bingo that lot as well and if and if anyone's seen that if anyone's seen that i don't know if they've used it on twitter but their threads handle it really does look like whoever's going up with it had a stroke midway through <laughs> visa cash up <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's apparently, mad. yeah, what FOM want is a team to come in and be mid-grid straight away and then challenge for podiums within a few years. Which is, um, uh, is that not what Haas were going to do, though? You know, they, they let Haas in on that basis, and Haas nearly got a podium in 2018 in Austria, which was two and a half years in. They got fourth place in the end, and that would have been exactly what they wanted for a Formula One team to come in and do, get a podium eventually. But it seems like they just want someone to come in and immediately be Ferrari or Mercedes or McLaren or Red Bull. It's mad. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I, I just, think it's I just, just greed. I, yeah, yeah, I just don't see how um, how they can have expectations like that. You well, know, it wasn't so long ago we were we were just praying another team would come in, and you, they were allowing teams like uh, Hispania and um, uh, what was Marussia came Virgin, in Virgin Virgin yeah. Virgin Manor Marussia. Yeah, King um, Charlie. Oh, we, yeah. we had two different Lotus teams in the fight for Lotus supremacy. Um, yeah, I two, bold, my... two bold, two bold men fighting over a comb. Yeah. <laughs> well, I found in my uh, box. I've been unpacking stuff in my sort of little office thing I've got here. I found the badge which I got posted for donating twenty quid to the last ever Caterham race. I'm, I've got it in my hand at the moment. It says hashtag refuel Caterham F1. Did not work. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think Flood donated to that. I think he got a tote bag or something. Yeah, I think that's what my dad got. My dad got a tote bag. I got the fucking badge. I got the. <laughs> I didn't even get the postcard signed by Will Stevens. <laughs> that could be worth a lot of money. No, it actually couldn't. <laughs> but um, I read something Someone's today. Been- Someone's devalued a good unsigned photo of Will Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I read something, to, read something today that made me think, yeah, hang on a minute, this this could be the case. Because we know that FOM and the FIA are at each other's throats, hmm. as usual. And the FIA gave the go-ahead for Andretti, subject to FOM. And is this Formula One turning around to the FIA and saying, no, fuck you, we're doing things our way? And Andretti are just a, um, a collateral casualty. Horn, yeah. That's a really good point. I didn't really think about it that way. Mm. Yeah, but- I didn't. It was it was somebody uh, somebody wrote it in the comments on the uh, story about it on Autosport. Hmm. I, I like, like you were saying just now, Lee, I thought it was greed. I thought it was, instead of growing the pie, we're going to keep our pie in 10 exact segments. We don't want to risk... It going into eleventh segment in case we don't grow 
10% of the pie by bringing in Andretti. But it's just, it'll be short-term pain for long-term gain, surely. Mm. Andretti's well, going to bring in so much money. Yeah. But the thing is, what, what, makes it, what makes it even worse is they've said, oh, try again for 2028. Oh, there's a podcast. <laughs> now, the said try again for 2028, which conveniently is the first year of the next Concord Agreement. When they can put the dilution fee up to whatever the hell they want. At the moment, it's 200 million, which a new team's got to pay into the pot, and every existing team gets 20 million of it, or a share, depending on where they finished last year or whatever, whatever complicated arrangement uh, Formula One wants to have. Yeah. But when the new Concord Agreement comes in, just to stop any other new teams trying to get in, you know, they, they could try and put that up to. Half a billion? Sorry, I was just going to say, there was talk that they're looking at $600 million at one point this year, weren't they? Wasn't that meant to uh, be the fee last year, I should say? Um, well, no, that's, that's, that's what Andretti actually offered, rather than the $200 million, just to prove how serious they were. Yeah. So what they're going to do, go even greedier and increase increase it from that? There's a thousand um, dollar leaving Springfield tax. Is it's what, it, is, is it is one of them. <laughs> yeah. um, it just it's, does. It just doesn't make any sense. You it's know, the, stupid. It's so yeah. stupid. I'm so angry about it. It's yeah. yeah they've got a guaranteed, guaranteed audience and fan base in America straight away without having to introduce a fourth race at the fucking Chicago street circuit, <laughs> which is an absolute. Fucking waste of time. <laughs> it's all it's all it's all straight from ninety degree corners. It's effectively two ovals stitched together. I've never been to Chicago. I've only mm-hmm. seen the map of it, and I saw the mm-hmm. I saw the I saw the I saw the race on uh, I saw the NASCAR race that they had, where not even a regular NASCAR driver won it. Shane Van Gisbergen from Aussie Supercars. Oh, yeah. That's made right. his NASCAR debut and demolished the entirety of the field. <laughs> Don't oh. like you say more about the NASCAR field than Chicago, though. Yeah, but it was, it was a crap track. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, the, the, whole, the whole story of the Chicago circuit was it was a concept put together by iRacing. And then NASCAR took a look at it and went, oh, that would work. Mm. So they and set it up. That's a re- you see that sort of stuff is what F one should be learning. You know, every time a, a new livery is released, and you go, I saw I saw ten different mock ups of that, and all ten of them looked better by some scruffy seventeen year old with acne in a basement. They looked better than what you've done there. You know, at least the fans had a say there, and they went, "This would be fun." At least they listened and went, "Yeah, okay, yeah, let's do that then." Why not mm. give it a shot? I like that. I, I, I just, I just like to point out that Team Three Legs Four Wheels liveries are done by somebody who isn't a scruffy city seventeen-year-old in a basement. Um, <laughs> Steve Everson, thank you for the livery that you did for our Daytona Twenty-Four effort. I'm just sorry we didn't do it justice by crashing. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> didn't mean that. Um, <laughs> so we've got. A, is it half our listeners are American? Um, um, yeah. Is that correct? So that yeah, Corey reference right. I made earlier, basically, bloke who came out of the shower in that show, wherever it was, Dallas. Is yeah. that Dallas? 
Yes. Yeah. That's the equivalent of all the drama. Yeah. But Chicago <laughs> is is that it, it looks nice. Is it meant to be shit? Um well no, the circuit it's just the circuit shit. Oh, uh, okay. I've never been I've never been to Chicago, but I've seen the circuit. And it's about as imaginative as um an oval. Uh, just, okay. with, just with an oval where you where you make turns the other way going on the other side. Mm. So, Do you think there's a certain amount though where we can, if we fix the cars, then the circuits will fix themselves, sort of thing? I don't know because I'm not a fan of too many too many street races. Because streets aren't designed with racing cars in mind. When you get an actual circuit, let's um, pull one out of the air randomly. How about Sepang? Mm -hmm. <laughs> then you look at that and there's sections, sections of the circuit that have been designed to challenge the way the cars take fast corners, challenge the way the cars take slow corners. You can't just get a map and go, oh, that's... That's a nice looking shape. I reckon that'll that'll look great for um, look great for a road course like they've done in Madrid, which has been compared to the Grand Tours Ebola Drome because it is a very similar shape. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah this this whole this whole thing of all these new street circuits coming in. Um, I, I, I'm not a fan. No, I, I think we're going to hit a limit of street circuits, aren't we? Not because I massively dislike street circuits. I just think there's only so many you can have and we will do before we will want the more creative freedoms offered by a Sepang, a Kota, a whatever, you know. The Qataris. only thing I'd say with, with street circuits is uh, for Formula One, I don't, I don't know if it's Formula One or... Um, circuits in general appear to be because obviously nobody wants dangerous circuits it's not what i'm trying to say but we want circuits that punish drivers for making mistakes without having the hideous big runoffs so it doesn't matter if they go off you know with these constant constant battles with where the edge of the circuit is uh at least street circuits solve those issues and gravel hmm. would solve those issues. Yeah, but but they, they but they won't put gravel on circuits because we're we're terrible we're terribly worried about cars now. For so, you know, it's even though Formula One cars are the like the safest they've ever been. Hmm. Um, so at least street circuits solve that issue. Um, I'm with you. I don't want a whole season of uh, of street circuits. I do think you could. Um, I think you could fifty fifty it. And it'd be fine. Like Albert Park. No, no, as in like amount. Like like, oh, if like you, 12 weeks, something like that. Yeah. So if you had if if we ran so, so 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 with the way that Formula One wants it, you'd have to say twenty street circuits and twenty race tracks. <laughs> yes, yeah, about, about that. <laughs> Where are we racing this Tuesday? Tonight or next week? Tonight. <laughs> well, yeah, we're racing just... at the downtown San Antonio Drome. I, I hey, there's, I hey, hey, there's a couple, there's a couple of tight, there's a couple of tight corners on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I do think it's most down to cars. I mean, like if 
if Formula E wasn't Formula E, it wouldn't hurt the championship, the fact that they're all street circuits. The they're, problem not street, is, they're not street circuits. It's concrete blocks in a car park. But the, the, the problem is, well, yeah, they're, they're a step down. Oh, Berlin. I got that year where... I'd Actually, like, Kieran, I'm quoting you with that. That was one of yours. It was. Well, it was just nonsense at Berlin. The COVID year where they went... We've got to finish this Formula E championship. We have to find. We're racing marbles for fuck's sake. We need to finish the actual Formula E. And they rented out Tempelhof Airport for nine days and went six races in nine days. Yeah, that'll do it. Change, change for concrete blocks. Turn them round. <laughs> it was like your first track creator on N sixty four F one. You know, <laughs> nonsense. No, Absolute I'm, nonsense. I'm going back further than that. I remember racing destruction set on the Commodore sixty four. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was I just moved in with Jane. Well, I moved in with Jane just as the lockdown happened, and I had to try and convince her that Formula E was worth watching. And I think it was by about the, the yeah, I know. By, by, by Star, about the, starting the, a relationship with a lie—that's not a way to yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> can I just point? Can I just point out as I repeatedly do? It was down to the first Formula E race where everyone tried to kill each other that we actually started the whole concept of three legs four wheels. <laughs> to kill each other at the last corner up until that point kind of a snooze fest yeah. <laughs> i was on a train read i was going to away for like a guy's weekend or something i was on the train reading a tweet saying oh, dull 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 highfield's gonna win the next 12 seats tweets say what in the living fuck omg what's just happened my dad's just sent me a text with 13 exclamation marks what just happened <laughs> <laughs> Degrassi one. <laughs> but that's the thing. If F one, if F one ends up going down that route of, um, you know, modern street circuits. I mean, for God's sake, they got bloody Herman Tilker to remodel Baku. Hmm. And there's Til, you know, there's Tilker tracks that they're not even using anymore. Yeah, some of them are shit though. Okay, some of them, some <laughs> some of them are shit. I will definitely oh. give you that. Who doesn't well, he, like the Buddha International Circuit? I mean, did you see all the grief MosoGP had with it this year or last year? They they did not get on well with that circuit. Well, I mean, did they race there? They did, and they did it like in peak temperature. It was about fifty degrees. I think the track hasn't really been used since F one, so was not a hundred percent ready. Half, I think, a couple <laughs> of the drivers passed the drivers. The riders passed out. It, it uh, was flawless. The ones that were actually allowed to get into the country in time for the first practice session. Oh, yeah, they did have some visa issues. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's, an, that's another innovation that's come out this week. F1 and MotoGP want to hold a joint weekend somewhere. Oh, what? No. I that's, mean, that's yeah, a different fan set. There's some yeah. for that, but, yeah. I think that'd be cool. It looks good on paper, but I think logistically it's going to be a nightmare, isn't it? Yeah, bearing in mind the average Formula One ticket for half an hour at trackside costs the same as an entire weekend paddock pass for MotoGP. Yeah, that's not mm. ideal. Yeah, Friday um, at Silverstone was the same cost as the whole Isla White Festival last year. <sighs> Mad. See, see that, that's one of the things I do like about street circuits is done properly – they do give people better access to the sport. Yes, but it's the sport that you're getting on them that's an issue. 
yeah well I, right i've had this thought here when it comes because i'm not i'm not just coming out sort of being full-on street circuit lover because um it's, it's not not the case but we've had a few dud like spa races for instance over the mm, over, yeah. over the last yeah. few years <laughs> now spa used to be you could you could take that one to the bank spa was going to give you a banger like every time yeah usually because it had rain yeah um but no even so you know the, the track was good for overtaking it was a mix of like uh high downforce and uh like big long straights and you know you, you there was that balance which usually gave us like decent decent races i do wonder the more the cars are moving towards this modern way of formula one if if the circuits like that, if the reason they're not giving us those races anymore is because the cars don't suit those circuits anymore. Well, I mean, it's been um, it's been a bugbear of ours over the last few years. It, um, the, the cars can't follow each other just because of the um, dirty air coming from the car in front, which is why you don't get nose to tail racing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Spa definitely was. Um, the major design on that was in a completely different era when it was all about power rather yeah. than, um, you know, gluing your car to the ground. Yeah. So the fast, the fastest car would, fastest car would win. But it um, doesn't make sense then that the ground effect cars should have been better at Spa. Um. Yes, but they still haven't solved the cars can't follow problem because now. Don't forget, you're still protecting your tyres. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And you're also limiting the amount of fuel that you can have, so you you can't give it full beans for every single lap. And you've got to work out when to recharge your battery and you know when when to when to back off. Um, Spa would probably be a good race if the cars were allowed more fuel. And um, the tyres weren't as sensitive to um, to degradation. Mm. I've just fixed Formula One. <laughs> but, but this is the thing: we're never it. All the fixes never seem to work, do they? Because, like the uh, the, the fuel, for instance, we we went through various forms of like fuel and fuel credits and all sorts. And then you, when we look at tyres. You know, we, we decided, right, one set of tyres for a race. You put them on in fucking uh, August. You can take them off in the ne- in next year. Hmm. Unless unless you're on uh, Michelin's at Indianapolis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we hated that. You know, when, when we got rid of tyres, ty- when tyres were too durable, we hated that. And even now, it's it's more exciting when you get, like, a three-stop race than, a like, a two-stop race. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, that is that is true. I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not putting everything on the um, on the tyres for the reason that the cars aren't performing as close together. Um, but what I what I am saying is, you know, the fuel and the energy, mm. you know, lift and coast. That's that's a problem. Like the fuel saving is a big problem in Formula One. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're given what is it, hundred hundred and five kilo tanks, but like yeah. but and they underfuel them every race. Yeah, they underfuel them to save weight, make it compulsory to take the full amount of fuel. 
You know, mm. you've you've got you've got that big space in there. It must be full at the start of the race. Weigh the bloody cars as they come out of the pits on the um, on the installation lap on the way to the grid. Mm. You know, if every car's mm. got a full fuel tank, you, you you can push more because you're not trying to save fuel. Does every car have the same size fuel tank? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. There there is there is, well, there is a limit on the size of the fuel tank. <coughs> Not um, some teams even use less. I think there was one year, um, Marussia, even yep. with a full tank, could only do ninety five percent of the race. I remember that they start racing. they start the race knowing they couldn't finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know they they were they needed a safety car uh, to get through or get lapped three or four times, which usually happened. Well, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think this has always been the case, hasn't it? That some engines have just been a bit thirstier than others, and but you have to underfuel by the same amount as those who have the more sort of economical engine, because otherwise you're going to be heavier and you're not going to keep up. Hmm. It's a tricky one. So um, have have a set fuel set fuel minimum. Hmm. I suppose how do you police that before the race though? Because like. If you weigh the car, that's the car. It's not going to be the fuel cell that you're weighing. No, but you'll weigh the car without the fuel cell, and you weigh the car with the fuel cell. Mm. But, but then, how do you know they've not sort of like snuck in like a, a sandbag? Then you go back to the reason that Tyrrell got disqualified <laughs> from the entire championship by putting a lead shot in the fuel uh. tank. <laughs> yeah, it's no, it's it's. It's one of them that's impossible to solve because teams will always find a loophole. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know how very often they'll bring out a celebrity to wave a checkered flag or something at their home city, their home race or something like that? Just mm. looking through very the notable... Quality. Yeah, Pele. Um, just looking through the notable people of Chicago. Do you want Kanye West, Hugh Hefner or R. Kelly? Ooh. None, none of the above. Well, <laughs> Hugh Hefner's... Hugh Hefner's dead. They've got a lot of support teams in Chicago. I'm sure they can... Bill Murray! Bill Murray's a great shout. As long as he does the Donald Duck impression again. Mm. (laughs) He's not on this list, Bill Murray. He's a fan of their sports team. Um, I cannot remember which one. The Cubs. The Cubs. Yeah. Um... Sure Bill Murray's from Chicago. I still see more sing at their song at the events. He might not actually be from there. He might just like their hospitality. I still think it's more likely that Hugh Hefner would do it than R. Kelly. Mm. Uh, Bill Murray is from Evanston, Illinois, which is in Cook County, which is where Chicago is. Oh, okay. I mean, all right. I'm I'm saying Chicago's not good for um, car action, but fucking hell, the Blues Brothers. Now, if the F1 race was like the chase scene at the end of the Blues Brothers, somebody, somebody, back me. You have seen it, have I? Yes. Nope. I saw it when I was about eleven. I think I need to see a movie at least three times before I remember it. I'm like a child learning a new word. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. very, very rem- rarely remember movies after one watch. Right, we'll watch it again. <laughs> I've got the, D- I've got the DVD. Just, you've just given licence to two more viewings of Blues Brothers, you realise? Oh. <laughs> I'm on attempt one of Georgia the Jungle with Jane. 
I won that on VHS at work years ago and swapped it for a bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> I, I I love that film. I'm not even going to say you made the right decision. I love Georgia Pachunkel. I love Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, where were we? Formula One. Fixing, um, fixing, fixing uh, Formula One or, ha- or having it fixed or... Is it fixed? It, it's not just Chicago. It's my, it's Madrid, isn't it? That's that's what has also happened. We're going to have Madrid from twenty twenty six, and the 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 discourse over this is awkward because we spent years going, oh god, bloody hell, Barcelona, Catalonia, bored of it now. Oh, oh, okay, we're we're back to we're back to Madrid. It looks like the thing. The thing is with Barcelona. Um, didn't happen in 2023, but because the preseason tests are always there, you always yeah. know what you're going to get because they've had six days of driving around there occasionally at full chat. Yeah. So you look at the testing results and you look at the, look at the fastest fastest laps, and then oh well, that's what the grid's going to look like, and it usually yep. does. Mm. You know, uh, last year and this year, it's going to be look at the fastest laps at Bahrain, and well, that's what the grid's going to look like. Mm. They shouldn't have the pre-season test uh, a circuit that's on the calendar. No, Contro- absolutely. Controversial opinion. Interesting. Yeah. We were talking about this in our sort of group chat, weren't we? That mm. I would, I would happily take Bahrain for the race and not the uh, not the test beforehand. Give the test to Catalonia and then <laughs> do the race at Bahrain. Um, but then there's others where you probably would rather have the test session than the uh, than the race there. Monaco. Like, <laughs> yeah, I said, yeah, I said it in the group chat. Four days of unrivaled testing from Monaco, full on disruption. No, no one goes midsummer. When's can? When's can on? We'll do it then. We'll do it, we'll do it when it troubles Mon- Monica, Mon- Monacans, Monaco, Monaco, Monagask. Oh dear, yeah, Leclerc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Paul Ricard could be another drop it from the calendar, just test at it track. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, to give it the official name, the um, Paul Ricard test track. (laughs) (laughs) What's in a name? Yeah, Yeah, because I think Pirelli is still running the occasional occasional tyre test there. Probably, yeah, because they've got the funny stripes. They've got the stripes and they've got the sprinklers. Mm. So they're guaranteed to be able to do wet weather testing. I happened upon a cycling race on Eurosport the other day where one of the bits that they cycled through was the Paul Ricard circuit before carrying on, or it might have been the finish line, I can't remember. Um, and the commentator, she said, um, I, Formula One's not my bag, but I have it on good authority that the Grand Prix de la France is held here. Like, There's about four things wrong with that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's start with the fact that it fucking isn't, and then let's go with Della France, <laughs> Pedro Della Spain. <laughs> I'm surely Pedro Della Red. Yeah. Pedro Della, those emails did not take place. What, what are you on about? <laughs> yeah, there'll be a general alert going out to um all photocopy shops in the uh, Oxfordshire area just in case um, somebody in the Mercedes <laughs> race suit turns up and says, uh, can you just copy these designs for us, please? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So Brackley News Agents on lockdown from this <laughs> point. 
Um, what else were we going to say? Oh, yes, Gunter, Gunter Steiner has gone from Haas. Yeah. Gunter Steiner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> uh, I mean... Uh, I mean, yeah, they haven't been the most successful team, um, but now they are... <laughs> Understatement. <laughs> <laughs> they did better than Caterham. Do you know what? There was a truly depressing thing on the race podcast a few weeks ago talking about this, where they, I, I didn't realise this, but they, they explained that Haas Automotive has done real well since Haas joined Formula One. And the reason Gene Haas won't sell the team is because essentially them being in Formula One is really good business for him. And they don't have to do well for it to be good business for him. So you've got a permanently underfunded team that Gene doesn't want to put any money into into it because essentially for him, it's still doing the job they, it, that he wants it to do. Yeah, I mean, he said he said at the start, it's just one massive advert for um, the automotive tooling company. Yeah, so but unfortunately, Gene, this is a fucking sport and not a sandwich board. The problem, the problem is, of course, he's got the NASCAR team as well, which are considerably more successful. But don't don't NASCAR yeah. teams run on like eleven quid a race or something like that? <laughs> um, no, it's um, it's dropped down to a tenner now because you don't need to put gaffer tape on the front of the car. <laughs> it's the only professional motorsport where the drivers have got to pay their subs before they can go in. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 the tape thing, that, that just amazed me about NASCAR. To make the car go faster, you put gaffer tape over the, um, over the radiator. <laughs> <laughs> it, it blows the engine, but... Um, during qualifying, they used to, the previous generation of cars they used to completely tape up the front of the radiator, um, and it overheated the engine, so the car would actually run quicker. Crazy, yeah. The peak of technology, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose, I suppose it solves their sisters having to blow for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a sister joke, but I, I remembered that 52% of American listenership and thought, ah, <laughs> safe. No, you're all right. Most of them are in the north. Oh, that's okay then. <laughs> <laughs> Not like the cousin shagging south system. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the Isle of Wight. We're brothers in arms, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Except yep. I've never done it. Yep, enough fin- <laughs> enough fingers for three arms apiece. <laughs> Give me six. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... Um, I've got what we're talking about now. <laughs> <laughs> incest. <laughs> Before the incest. <laughs> um, has been, um, been effectively yeah. a waste of space. And losing I, Gunter. That yeah, I mean, now, now that they've got... F1. Yeah, now they've got rid of the personality, they are the Ken team. <laughs> you know, utterly plastic and nothing in a certain area. Mm. What is the point of a Haas? I just I don't understand. They're not they're not doing anything. They're, if it, if it's if Haas was created to market some tools, then they're crap at it. They're rubbish. 
and it's just it's it sucks because there's still 200 people who work for an f1 team with two very good with one very good driver and they and you're you're wasting people's careers because if your ambition is not to get anywhere then congratulations you've succeeded your ambition but no one has that ambition for a reason I disagree with sorry just quickly I disagree with that Kieran because you've got um, Mick Schumacher you've got uh, (laughs) Kevin Magnussen uh, you've got Roman Grosjean they were marketing tools for years (laughs) (laughs) I mean half spending half spending no money did I tell you about the job advert I saw uh, a couple of weeks ago no Right, it was for um, an IT support worker. So part of the job was um, system maintenance, um, answering tech support queries, um, basically keeping all the computers working. Other duties may involve world travel, lifting up to 50 pounds in weight and repeated twisting motions. Repeated so, twisting motions. Yeah. So basically, they want to do a pit stop. Yeah. Basically, they wanted somebody to say, "Have you tried turning it off and on again?" and be on pit crew. <laughs> it's like clean, cleaner wanted could involve aerodynamic car design. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that all techies are clinically unfit. Just I, I am. But there are. I, I work in a tech company that's actually got an on-site gym, and there are people that use it. <laughs> but I mean, pit, I've pit seen crew, the IT crowd. They they yeah. didn't double up for the pit crew at an F1 team. Yeah, but pit crew are usually mechanics, engineers, people like that. People who, who are actually used to, well. Lifting things <laughs> and knowing, you know, knowing how a car works. Hmm. But no, they want their uh, they want their IT support staff to um, to be on the tyres. It does seem a strange choice. Mm. Yeah. My my dad had an apprentice, and my dad used to be an apprentice assessor, and he had an apprentice who went off and worked on Kevin Magnuson's McLaren back in 2014 or so. And, what were his IT skills like? <laughs> yeah, hopefully better, given how <laughs> Kevin Magnuson's first season ever <laughs> um, But no, he was... Uh, I can't remember what he did now, but I just remember watching a a Ted's Notebook and my dad jumping up as if he'd just seen a ghost going, that's him, that's him, that's him. (laughs) My apprentice. (laughs) Yay, you know. He he was the one that didn't get fired. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The the one who did get fired, of course, being Kevin Magnuson. (laughs) On his birthday. (laughs) Yeah, Ron Dennis binned him on his actual birthday. <laughs> um, right, have have we got anything else that we've that we've missed? Visa Cash App, V Carb. <laughs> oh, the, the the new the new name for Alpha Toro, Re Ross yeah. Bull Cash. Like Minardi. Yeah, <laughs> I quite like V Carb. <laughs> Reminds sounds me of like carbs. A, sounds like a rapper. <laughs> <V-carb>. 
Well, it's funny you say that because some of the rappers which come from Chicago, according to the list in front of me, one's actually called Rhymefest. <laughs> what do you call yourself? Rhymefest. No, you're not. No, no. <laughs> what was that? Rhymefest or Rhyme? Or Rhyme? Rhyme as in R H, not rind as in pork rind. No, I thought, I thought you said R H I N E as in the German river. Rhyme? Rhyme? <laughs> Like, didn't that's, Sabaton, that's a didn't Sabaton, you've heard one. I was say, didn't Sabaton headline that last year? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the V carb. It's I, I quite like V carb. I'm into that. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, team pointless. But they are going to be a separate entity this year, allegedly. And apparently, according to something I heard the other day. They've just been given last year's Red Bull, and it's actually going to work this year, they think. So the big surprise could be Yuki and Danny. Interesting. But we, how many, we've thought this every year, though. Every test, yeah. yeah. It yeah. happens every test. Don't look for them at the start of the season. Oh, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look for them at the end of the season. Look for them in the predictions before the start of the testing. <laughs> That um, could be so- a terrible thing, though, couldn't it? You know, if 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 you were, it, it you, you know, like um, Force India managed to do with Mercedes, yeah. But when you look at the advantage Red Bull had last year, if oh. if they give like last year's car to Toro Rosso this year, and they can like get themselves as like third, second best team. It just closed the book on Formula One. It's done. Yeah. It's just done. I mean, don't, don't, don't forget, though, when Force India remade the Mercedes, they actually did all the drawings in crayon so the edges weren't exactly smooth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this bit rubbed out? Ignore that. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll... Imagine how brilliant it would have been had you know, Alpha Tari get given last year's Red Bull, then Red Bull, fuck this year's car. <laughs> Yuki's Yuki's won six on the bounce. <laughs> Max qualified seventeenth. Yeah, Yuki's won six on the bounce, and he's still angry for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yuki Sonoda, champion of the world. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I wonder, but, to- um... but talking of predictions, by the way, um, when we come back next time, which is going to be a week on Monday, because I need to buy some new hardware, and it's coming from Germany, so it's not going to get here too quick. We will not only be launching the 2024 Prediction League, but we'll also be giving the results of the 2023 Prediction League out, because I've just realised we haven't actually done a show since the end of the season. So, sorry, Gennady, you're going to have to wait another 10 days, but the results will be done. Mm. Just, Just wanted to get that in there. I think we've just about covered everything that's kind of happened in the last couple of weeks while we've not been here. <laughs> I think so. Can, can I just go for one thing, if it's not to jump in and hijack with a prediction? If everyone was to name the driver who will replace Lewis at Mercedes, who do you think it will be? Alex Alban. I think logically it will be Alban, but I've, I've just got a feeling on Alonso. I, I understand your Alonso feeling. Lee, you're not allowed to say Jensen Button is doing WEC this year. <laughs> it's Jensen Button in all of our hearts. 
How long is Ricardo's contract? No one quite knows, do they? Yeah. Because he came in sort of that mid-season situation. And it was it was contracted to Red Bull for some time. Yeah. Because mm. mm. I can't help That's but th- think that if if he can really rescue himself this year, like mm. really rescue himself, uh, he's he'll be in a strong position because it would it for Mercedes to take Ricardo, it fixes two problems for them. If if Ricardo fixes himself to where he could be a good number two for um, Red Bull, it fixes a problem for Mercedes because it takes a good number two away from Red Bull. Mm-hmm. And it gives and it fixes their driver problem. Yeah. So you're harming your you're harming your closest rival and fixing your own problem. Yeah. How dedicated how mm. dedicated do you think Red Bull would be to Daniel Ricardo over Sergio Perez? And if they do take Ricardo, is Perez an option for Mercedes? No. no. Oh. <laughs> oh wow sorry i'm going with you. alex album <laughs> i'm glad we all agree on friends <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> well, the Sergio I, I, Perez marketing board hasn't worked this year, has it? Perez, Perez is on a one-way ticket to Williams. Yeah, I, I obviously don't think point. he's going to see the season out. There was all the speculation last year. Helmut Marco said that he wasn't going to get rid of him during last season, but we'll see what happens next year. Mm. Yeah, Mercedes could uh, be a bloody good bargaining tool for uh, Ricardo. But but saying that though, if you again this this all revolves around because you've kind of got to forget about McLaren, Ricardo, because McLaren Ricardo derailed his career. Hmm. But everything up to that, even Renault, even Renault Ricardo, um, it was clearly the Renault that was at fault, and he was still multi Grand Prix winning Daniel Ricardo, who just needed the car. Yeah. Um, the 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 ironic and annoying thing being, of course, the second year's Renault was a lot better, and he already pre-signed an agreement to go to McLaren by that point. I know, yeah. Mm. Um, but that's that's the thing. If you're Ricardo, even if Red Bull is the best car, you'd go to Mercedes. Because at least you know, on form, Mercedes treat their drivers equally. Whereas if he goes yeah. to Red, he know he knows he's going to Red Bull to be Max Verstappen's Felipe Massa, which has already been once before. So that is that is a step backwards. Mm. Even even though he's coming to it from five steps backwards. Yeah, I mean, it's going yeah. to be an interesting one. I think you can make a case for you. You know, usually it's it's pretty op- obvious which are the drivers that fit in, like in the cars that they're meant to fit in. Um, but you can make a good case for Mercedes. I think for Albon, 
um, Sainz, Ricardo, Alonso. You know, the, all the top, all the top guys. Now there is so, there's so many people on the grid, which I think could be potential world champions. That it's you almost can't miss on that upper, like the the top half of the grid, to the upper midfield. Any of those people could take a world championship competitor, uh, competitor as a you know of a team. Yeah. Mm. It's almost a shame there's only one seat going because right now that could be, I was about to say Rosberg, it could be Ricardo, it could be Albon, it could be Sainz. Mm. There is a shout for all of them. Piastri are chucking there as well, potentially. You need another year to show that Piastri is the real deal. But there's there are some, there's some seriously good talent there and one seat going at a hallmark team. Mm. It's, it's almost a shame. And then, and then watch Antonelli go and win every race in F2 by 30 seconds. And it's like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're bringing back Kimmy. Hooray, Antonelli. <laughs> yeah, man. See, I'll, I'll say Albon, but that's, I kind of want Albon to go there because I haven't really liked Mercedes in the success era. And I want a reason to like Mercedes again. And not that's not to besperch George too much. I just, I, I, I like someone that I like, and the person I like is Albon. Yeah. I've always had a soft spot for Mercedes since they, uh, since they gave us the factory tour. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, my head they, says Albon like for, the, for that well. drive. Big friends with George Russell as well. Mm. So yeah, well, no, you might, can, you can, yeah, that big time. Yeah, you so. can choose. You can choose your friends. You can't choose your family. I wonder <laughs> if Album will will do a Rosberg and change his the flaggy races under. Um, because he doesn't consider himself Italian. Yeah. Oh, sorry, no, sorry. I thought you meant Lewis for a second. No, um, no, Album, because he doesn't consider himself Thai, does he? He is. He's British. Well, he has uh, strong Thai he sort of, respect, yeah, I doesn't thought, he? Yeah, because it's his mum's family that's Thai. I thought he was sort of more estranged from the dad's side. No, I I thought he was born. He was born in England. He was, yeah, he was born in England. He was, uh, brought, he was I, born and brought up in England, but yeah, he's. I don't think he has any sort of connection to his dad's family anymore. He raced. He raced under a British flag for all his, for his mm-hmm. whole career. It was yeah. just for uh, sponsorship, sponsorship, wasn't it? Going to yeah. Formula One. So yeah. I've, I've just always wondered whether he change whether he'll he'll Rosberg it. He's a Battersea. No, I reckon he's. I reckon he's. I reckon he'll stick with it. He's from Battersea. <clears throat> it's, it's basically, it's like Jack Aiken though. Some races, uh, some series is British. Some series is Korean. And as yeah. they were discussing yeah. at Daytona, sometimes he's Scottish. Like uh, Cal, Cal Crutchlow, he was yes. Manx when he was on the bike, and then he was English again when he fell off it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that well-known British Wimbledon yeah. winner, Andy Murray. That's <laughs> and, uh, and that well-known Scottish first-round loser, Andy Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, I think I think we have definitely covered everything now. We've come, we've come back with yeah. an hour and a half. We've come back strong. Yeah, I, I would so. I would say um, we'll be back. Um, it'll be a, be a week on week on Tuesday when we get the uh, when we get the new hardware sorted out. Um, thank you for sticking with us over the winter. I'm sorry we've been so irregular. It's just anything that anything that could go wrong did go wrong, and I am including a laptop motherboard burning out and. 
tonight the thing we plug our microphones into at Three Legs Towers. So mm. if we've sounded a little off, we're on, um, shall we say, the, the C kit. Yes, a, a different, different setup. Yeah. But things will be back to normal. If you want to get in touch, usual rules apply. Three legs, four wheels at gmail.com, uh, at three legs, four wheels on the socials. Nobody was having a stroke when they came up with um, our handles for any of them. <laughs> and um, join in on Discord as well. If you have a look, the link's there on the website, three legs, four wheels.com. Um, if you want to support us, then you can go to patreon.com slash three legs, four wheels, get the show a little early, zero, uh, zero advertising when we do have sponsors. And uh, should, we, should we do some extra uh, extra porn next uh, next year? Always. <laughs> because we because we got... Sorry, for the listener who's tuned in for the mad Hamilton Ferrari thing that's never listened to this before. They've gone, they're doing, they've got OnlyFans. They're doing... Got a hustle. We've got two chapters into the um, Daniel Ricciardo fanfic. And Ooh. we need to find we need to find out what happens during the and I still remember this and I don't know why and I I I want to do damage to myself for still knowing what it's called the Coca Cola Wrangler Jeans Kentucky Grand Prix. <laughs> <laughs> I can promise you I've not read any more of that book since um, since November when we read it last. So we can we can delve into that next next time. Won't that be fun, everybody? Sounds I'm, awesome. Yeah, I'm up for it. Yeah, and I think we'll have Flood back as well, so he's in for one hell of a shot. Hey. <laughs> All right, we'll see. Sorry, we'll see sorry for what the show's become, Flood. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll leave. <laughs> we will see you in uh, about a week and a half. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.